live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a groovy way of relaxing. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Hey, what's up, Geekscapers? Welcome to a brand new Geekscape. We're going to be talking movies, video games, and comic books if this is your first Geekscape. If it's not, then you know exactly what we do here. Um, but yeah, uh, we've been around for seven years, and uh, we've been with Toad Hop since January. And let's just take a quick... Uh, uh, um, Kenny, how, how's it been going with the Toad Hop Geekscape partnership? Like, are you guys happy? That Extremely happy. Okay. Oh, we love you guys okay. so much. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, no, if, if you're not familiar with us, that's what we're going to be talking about. Movies, video games, comic books, and TV. And especially this uh, episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of video games because PAX Prime was this past weekend. I was not able to attend. Um, but I've got three buddies with me who uh, are going to be sitting in, and they all were in Seattle this weekend playing the new video games, attending the panels about the new video games, getting the late-breaking news, meeting some of their favorite video game creators and uh i i just had to sit there and watch their like twitter and facebook feeds jealously um i didn't have a bad labor day weekend uh i had a good one uh, i just didn't involve pax prime which is uh which is a shame because you guys know from last week's video game filled show that we that i love the video games um let's see a, a couple a couple things to uh to just mention real quick before we get into the video games um, if you haven't checked out Geekscape.net, we actually have a ton of new writers. So uh, there's there's more content going up on that site than ever, which is kind of nice. Um, and we've got some great guests coming up. Uh, Roger Craig Smith is coming up uh, in a couple weeks. He's voicing Batman in Arkham Origins. And uh, I thought today, I was like, okay, this guy's just got to fill, like, some huge shoes. Uh, wouldn't you guys agree that, like, when it comes to Arkham Origins, they have a new Batman voice actor and, and like, everybody... Everybody liked the old one because he was the one from an animated series. And, uh, and this guy, Roger Craig Smith, comes in. And, and not only is it not Rocksteady Studios doing Batman, Arkham, you know, an Arkham game, but it's, uh, it, it, but now it's, it's Warner Brothers. They're doing it by themselves. And everybody's kind of waiting for Arkham Origins to kind of not be Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. And so not only that, but you've got this new guy. And so this is what I was going to do to prove to the audience that he is the best, that, that he's fit to play Batman. I was going to give him. A, like some of the script from uh, Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight Strikes Back, the one nobody liked. Uh, and if he could make Batman sound cool or, or like half stable, um, then I was going to be like, all right, you're, you're, you're like a really good Batman voice actor. If you could take some of, the, some, of the, some of the stuff from Dark Knight Strikes Back and actually make it sound good. Because I remember buying that comic so excited that Frank Miller had done a sequel to uh, The Dark Knight Returns. And it was just like sequential noise. <laughs> I was like, all right, like Frank Miller is going to do a sequel to Dark Knight Returns, one of the most beloved comic books of all time. And 
he might be on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or insane. I just remember, like, the Green Lantern making a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex, like, running down the street. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Someone's lost their marbles. So that's coming up. We got some cool guests. And then um, I know I have some more news, but um, I guess I just got to like, save it. My Mine's a little gone because we've been shooting a lot of Dock of the Dead, and I have to, fill, I have to hand that in. So, um if you guys, you know, have been up with Geekscape, we're uh, we're working on our first film partnership, uh, you know, and um, oh, this was this was interesting. Um, I, I won't mention it. It was a private conversation <laughs> between <laughs> between between Geekscape and like uh, one of the directors of a movie that's out right now that we gave lukewarm, like you know, kind of lukewarm reviews on the on the site, and they they contacted us and were like, "Wow, what." resounding endorsements and i was like <laughs> oh shit like what do we do you know i can't censor the writers and that's their opinion um and it's a re- it's a director that we really respect and i love i love this director and it was like i got that email i was like fuck <laughs> what do i do well but, tell them to uh contact games uh games uh, spot yeah GameSpot does that yeah they censor the writers oh yeah no, I, I reached out to a friend um, of theirs uh, who's been on the show before, and, and I said, uh, hey, Simon Pegg, uh, I really liked the movie. <laughs> I actually loved the movie, and I love the movie, and uh, and I do. I love World's End. So that was a shock, and I just told you guys exactly what the conversation was and who it was with. So uh, you never know who's listening with Geekscape and who's reading, so I hope you guys are. But yeah, I felt a little sheepish because we all love like Edgar Wright. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's awesome. Um, oh, Edgar Wright's, and excellent. he was very nice about it. But he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> and we're like, "No, we love your movie." You know, it's almost like you're the harshest critic of the people you love the most. Yeah, does that make sense? Like that's kind of our job as geeks. Definitely, we ain't gonna hate. You know, um, but no, I loved World's End, and that was a lot of fun. Um, it was deep. I thought it had like some profound, nice <laughs> things to say about. Have you guys seen it? I not yet. Oh, guys, I want to. Uh, well, as geeks, and we're always trying to like reclaim our youth. It's like, you know, like we were talking outside about Zelda Wind Waker mm. and whether or not we've already played the game. And it's, if it's the best Zelda, and are we going to get the HD version? And as geeks, like, we bankrupt ourselves trying to buy back our childhood. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Guys, our childhood was us getting our asses beat. Why the hell would we want to buy that back? Like, <laughs> you know, we should be buying gym memberships. We should be trying to, like, move forward, not be buying back our childhoods. We were victims right. in our childhoods. That's like Jennifer Lopez going back to like Billy Campbell and enough and being like, okay, yeah, bit my ass again. Like, no, she didn't do that. Uh, you know, I just dropped the J-Lo reference like 10 minutes into the show. Um, okay, let's just cut to the cut to it. Uh, PAX Prime. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Seattle. Um, first off, for somebody who's never been to PAX Prime, how is this different than E3? Because I go to E3 each year. Like, how, is, how is PAX Prime different than E3? And I know I think it is, right? I think oh, yeah, totally. It's it what? I think it's an Ash question. It's an Ash question? Ash, how is PAX Prime different than E3 here at Los Angeles? Uh, it is definitely more fan-focused in that it's obviously open to the public. Right. Um, but it, it's it's really, I mean, where E3 comes off as more, you know, uh, business-oriented and just kind of spectacle, look at the big spectacle and all the booth babes and all the nonsense. Like, PAX Prime just cuts to the chase. It's a celebration of all things gaming, and it's just lots of gamers there to have fun playing whatever kind of game they like. Video games, tabletop RPGs, board mm-hmm. games. It's just a celebration of games. And there's, of course, like the panels and the events and the and the, the game shows and stuff. That doesn't None of that happens at E3. It's it's like a, a San Diego Comic-Con, but all for games. Right. And it's incredible. It's my favorite. I mean, I work lots of conventions in my line of work, and it's by far my favorite convention, even hmm. to work. So maybe it's something I should put on the calendar. Because maybe, yeah. maybe the reason yes. I don't like E3 yeah. is it just feels dry after a while. It, it feels would, like... Yeah. It does. E3 is fun for like a day, and uh, it's because you can. It's a lot more open than right. PAX, so you can get to what you want to do right away. In E3, yeah, at okay. E3. Um, but at PAX, 
it's a lot more like you're hanging out with your friends uh, rather than putting on a suit and doing media coverage the entire time. Well, let me introduce yeah. you guys because, you know, I saw all of you guys at E3. Yeah. Uh, and then you guys went and partied without me in Seattle this past weekend. <laughs> but uh, Garrett Medina, you've been on a, a Geekscape before. You've been on one of our party episodes. Yeah, a long time right? ago. And then yeah. Noah Roman, who runs the Street Pass LA uh, here. That's, I've talked about Street Pass on Geekscape several times. Uh, yeah, I'm the guy who, like, you know, we, we like to get together in public areas and play our 3DS oh, Nintendo yeah. Yeah. Game Boy systems together. And then uh, Ash Paulson, uh, I th- you've been on Geekscape as well. Uh, you, you've said hi, like, uh, on an yes. episode or not, <laughs> yes. or, or two. And then, uh, and then <laughs> you, we last saw each other at um, WonderCon because yes. you were there with the big announcement, which you can share now if you'd like. Uh, well, I mean, we were we were talking about Bravo Man at, yeah. uh, at WonderCon. I mean, I, I, I work for Udon Entertainment and for Shifty Look, which is a division of Namco Bandai. Uh, the game company, and we uh, we're, we're doing a cartoon based on uh, Bravo Man, which is an old, old, old 25-year-old uh, uh, side-scrolling action game uh, for the TurboGrafx-16. Very obscure. It's, that is really obscure. Really obscure. And, 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 we're <laughs> and it was currently... playable at WonderCon. Like, they had yeah. it playable, and playable is a nice way to say it. It's one of those games that, like, there's a reason it fell into obscurity. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great game. But definitely. it had its charm, right? Like, it's a oh, cool certainly. character, and I think you guys found the character in it, and you're like, okay, so the gameplay wasn't there. Yeah. The level design wasn't there. Right. But then we have we have a, a webcomic we're doing on ShiftyLook.com that's written by Matt Moylan and uh, drawn by Dax Gordon, and we are making a cartoon based on that. So it's a cartoon based on an obscure webcomic based on an even more obscure video game. So it's great. <laughs> It's, ching, it's ching, 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 yeah. ching. Like, he just screws McDuck's money, bin. Like, yeah. just him, be like, yeah, all right. Yeah, uh, who's the bank that gave you the loan for that project? Like, you right. know, it, it just seems like, um, but that, but that's the, that's like, if you're going to make a web series, why not make it on, for those people who are like your acute niche audience? Right. Who can then be super rabid about it. Right. And then go and, start, I mean, that's kind of how viral stuff happens is you get like one or two, three people. And they become kind of your mavens and then kind of go out and, and say, hey, man, you got to check this out. Maybe you've never even heard of Bravo Man. But when I saw the, the episode, it reminded me a lot of the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. Oh, yeah. It's totally. Like, I thought it was definitely, so that's perfect. what you're going for. And it's so yeah. zany and fast and cool that I was like, you know, it, it, it like doesn't even like matter, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, and I think that that kind of stuff is popular now. Like um, like my wife saw that I was I was in TV. I was in the living room just laughing my ass off. And she goes, what's wrong with you? And she came in and I was watching <laughs> Adventures of Gumball. Okay. You guys watch Adventures of Gumball? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, that's got to be made for, like, nine-year-olds, right? Like, right. I, I'm, like, <laughs> losing my mind, like, loving it. I think it's so damn funny. Yeah. Um, but I think there's, like, room for that kind of stuff, especially on the Internet, for people who may have recognized the TurboGrafx-16 or may just recognize the art design that you guys are using. Well, and even if you don't specifically uh, know of Bravo Man, we, we, we packed in, and, and the guys at Copernicus Studios in Nova Scotia deserve credit, too, because they're huge gamers, and they packed in as many uh, references to other Namco Bandai games That's cool. as you could, like Klonoa, Katamari. Stuff like that. So they're, they're, it's littered with Easter eggs, too. I made a Katamari reference uh, by accident last week, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not one of my shining moments when I was like, oh, you know, it's that pebble that rolls down the hill and becomes a boulder. I was like, well, that's not really how it works, Jonathan. <laughs> You're talking about a snowflake. Kenny called snow me out. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny <laughs> called <laughs> That becomes a snowball. The snowflake that becomes a snowball. Come on, brother. Yeah, but, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only things that get bigger that aren't sticky are Katamari. Like, they yes. get bigger just by squishing. So I guess they have to be sticky to an extent. I don't know the physics of Katamari. I think Katamari's are very sticky, they, from, from what I understand. Right, yeah. Right. So PAX Prime, let's talk about it. Um, if you, uh, you guys were there th- this weekend, uh, what were the highlights of PAX Prime? 
well, I just finished speaking, so I'll let yeah. one of you guys uh, What do you think? Mighty Number no. 9. Mighty Number no. 9. What, yes. Now, what is the story there? Uh, Kiji Inafune left Capcom because he didn't he didn't quite agree with the now, who is that? practices. Uh, Kiji Inafune is the creator of Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah. So he left Capcom, and so now he can't make a Mega Man game. And so what he did is he made a Mega Man game, only it's... Not a Mega Man game. Is he being but shy? Totally is, 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 is he being like being shy about it for like legal reasons, or like is it just basically like That's unabashedly? Well, about. I don't oh, think he's really been that shy about it. Right. I mean, it's it, it's the Kickstarter has you know, this is a new game from you know a bunch of the dev, the dev team members of the original Mega Man games, and you know this is a side-scrolling action game in the vein of Mega Man. It's just a new character with a new design. But uh, I was actually just uh, mentioning to Garrett before uh, we came in here that. Uh, I didn't really realize at first, but someone pointed out to me that the main characters of Mighty Number no. Nine are Beck and Call, which of course go together like uh, rock and roll. Mm -hmm. But the last two letters in Beck, are the same as the last two letters in Rock, same thing with Call and Roll. So I mean, it's not just like a skin. There's deep. like hidden little Rock Man shout It's like, it's like yeah, it's not like a skin deep Mega Man callback. It's basically Mega Man. It's, it's just, just basically it's, Mega Man. And you're the yeah. biggest Mega Man fan that like I know. Like, One of them. Yeah. Uh, well, no, hey, hey, claim your title, brother. Because <laughs> okay, I, I remember yeah. the Nintendo live stream where they announced Mega Man in uh, uh, Super Smash Brothers. Oh God! Like oh, they yeah. announced that. You know, remember that? Like around E3 when yeah. Nintendo did that press conference and they were like, "Wait, we're about to wrap up, but there's your one last announcement for Super Smash Brothers." And I remember because this is what we do as geeks. We're all live tweeting like the Nintendo press conference. Yeah. And they announced Mega Man and Super Smash Brothers, and I just remember your tweets like went silent. And I just hear this, and all of a sudden the tweets were like, uh, uh, yeah. uh, and then you called out for tissue. I didn't know what that meant, right? But uh, but I'm guessing you were excited by the announcement. Well, it was weird Man. for me because my my stream is about three minutes behind. And, uh, oh yeah, I remember that. Everyone remember that, that too. Three minutes behind. Yeah, so we're all freaking out, yeah. and you're like, well, yeah, wait, so what's everyone, happening? Like I get all these tweets on my, on my personal feed. Like, is Ash Paulson sitting down? Is Ash Paulson okay? Like, is he still breathing? Like, what are these guys talking about? And then it, then it started happening. My heart just started pounding out of my chest. I was like, wait, this can't actually. Be Meanwhile, happening. on his feed, it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But no, you know, um, any you talk to my fiance, any of my buddies, they'll they'll tell you that I had been wanting Mega Man and Smash Brothers since Brawl. Um, right. You know, first, you know, told us basically that there could be third party characters. So I was like, come on, Mega Man, it didn't happen. Right. And seven years later, here we are, and it finally happened. It's incredible. Well, uh, Noah, my question to you: so the big complaint with like Comic Con, which is also like a big fan base convention, is that there are a lot of people there who you wouldn't term as geeks, right? Like, it's kind of opened up to, like, an industry, right? Like, Hollywood's kind of taken over Comic-Con, and, and so you see people there who are, like, uh, not necessarily geeks, but they're just kind of there because geek is cool right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a way to push, like... Like, you see Glee having, like, a panel at, at Comic-Con, and, like, the rest of us are like, what the hell? <laughs> um, is, has PAX kind of been taken over by non-geeks as well, or infiltrated by non-geeks, as I guess geeks I, would say? I wouldn't say... My question was to Noah. Yes. You were so rude. Oh, did it, was that fair? <laughs> <laughs> did oh, you? sorry. My question was to Noah to get him Fine, speaking, whatever. Um, hey, you with the peacock hair, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> On it. I don't, I don't think so. Um, it, it seemed very similar to last year. Mm -hmm. It wasn't... I mean... It, the same people that were there last year were there. This into the year. mic, into the mic. Oh. You're so shy. You're so nice. <laughs> well, I don't like to talk. Very no, much. be be loud. Be crazy. Um, it it was very similar to last year, but much more crowded. But I think the, ex the more people that were there were of the same sort of last mm -hmm. year. There weren't there wasn't a different set of people that were there for the con. Does it smell like San Diego? Because I think these conventions have to be near like the the coast. You know, yeah, like, it, like like Seattle yeah. is well, near I like. I came up on the uh, from the rail and I went outside and I had to just like the sea air just hit me in the face. Right. So it was it was pleasant leaving L.A. You know from the heat that's been 
that's still going and on. And that's what I'm saying. If you run a convention for nerds, you want it to be right next to where like the fresh sea air is going to push out the BO. That is why. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that's why San Diego's never going to move. The Comic Con's never going to move to like Vegas, right? Because right? because oh. it would just be this nasty green cloud for like you know. I mean, you can hold like the porn awards, but that, that's about as toxic as it gets, <laughs> right? Like if you if you move like the geeks to San Diego or to to Vegas, first off. If they thought like San Diego was like nerd spring break, then you you can only imagine what those nerds will do when there's gambling and like like half naked women involved. Like that many strippers <laughs> oh, yeah. with nerds from Comic Con. Like think about the arrests that would happen. Oh yeah. Um, so PAX is still kind of tame. Um, is it? I mean, is it super crowded? You're saying that's more people than last year. Yeah, it was definitely more crowded than last year. I was just navigating through the the con was it seemed much more difficult. Not difficult, but. More congested, right? To get through to where you ever wanted to and go. And going into the convention, like, what were the things you wanted to play? Like, what were the one, what were the highlights? You know, you always get like the program, and we wait for the doors to open. You always like circle, like, okay, this is where I wanted to go for. Like, this is what I want to try. I already know. know the answer to this. question. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, 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 for, you to... for, for you, Noah, what were they? <laughs> well, it wasn't. La- this was a last minute trip for me, honestly. Okay. And so I didn't really have a plan, a chance to plan out my, you know, my attack to the mm-hmm. con. So, um, but of course, I. Thoroughly enjoy Nintendo games, and I definitely went to go play Mario 3D World. Um, yes, Ash. You are, you are correct. <laughs> was it any different than the one that we played at E3? No, I don't was, think so. I think most thing. of the games there were E3 builds. Yeah, they right. were the same, the same uh, demos as. But E3. They, but but Nintendo did add the 2DS this time around. Like like the the announcement of the 2DS happened right before PAX, and it got a ton of criticism because why not? Why have a 2D system based on a 3D? That I, that was that was ridiculous. I didn't know that there was the 2DS was in right. playable there until I was just hanging around. Uh, the, uh, the 3DS demo area, and one of the um, Treehouse members was saying to me, he said, oh, we'll have a 2DS demo because I brought it up. And I go, oh, I didn't even know that. And Are you guys critical of the 2DS? Like, I mean, no, what's, what's no, the strategy fine. here? Yeah, I, I yeah. like it. Go ahead. I like it. It's not, uh, I'm not against it. I'm actually probably going to pick one up. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I wasn't wow. expecting that, but. Uh, <laughs> Can you I, close I, it? No, you can't. You it's can't just close it. People like, well, have, it comes with the it's a tablet style design. It's yeah. a tablet. So okay. Yeah. People call it like a slice of cake when you when you when you put it. It looks like a slice. Yeah. yeah. When you put it like upright. Well, I was gonna get it as a stand for my 3ds. Oh. <laughs> that or a door wedge. You or know, a door wedge. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, I, I I really like it. I'm I have a red 3ds XL. I'm probably gonna get the blue one just for a right. contrast. But I really like it. Um, I think I personally feel like it'll be best for games like Mario Kart 7 or Smash Brothers when that comes out. Just because holding it, it, it feels different. Your, your fingers or your hands aren't as constricted holding the 3DS, whether it's the original or the XL. Right. It just feels a little bit better in your okay. hand. Okay. So I, I was critical of it when they, when they, at least the design, when they first announced it. And, uh, but, yeah, I got to play it at PAX as well, and it is very comfortable. I mean, it doesn't, I don't think it has any relevance to me because I have a 3DS XL, and it's, to me it doesn't really replace that in terms of comfort, but it is a great, I mean, it is really comfortable, and it's a pretty cool tablet-style design. Like, I got it once I held it, right. but I can't see myself getting one because I own a 3DS XL and because I play with 3D slider all the way up all right. the time. I, I wouldn't want to play 3, 3DS games in 2D anyway, so I just I have no, I, I don't have a need of one, but I definitely get the point of it. And to wrap up, like, more, like more Nintendo talks, because after the, the, the break we can talk and not seem like big Nintendo fans, we can talk about, like, you know, <laughs> the, the, the Sony and Xbox stuff. Um, but, uh, but what are the... Uh, 
what 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 are the like Nintendo games to get like this fall going into the the winter? I mean, obviously you can't talk about Mario Kart because it doesn't come out until spring of yeah. fourteen. Womp, womp, womp. I know yeah. it's <laughs> I know I know that's the one I really want to play. Um, but I mean, what do you think? Uh, Pokemon X and Y. This guy with his Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, who who doesn't love Pokemon? Though? Yeah, I well, I mean, I've I've shared the story a million times on Geekscape about the summer of '99 when I was single, living in New York, working at MTV, and like I couldn't have been a cooler guy. Yet I got addicted to Pokemon Red and Blue. <laughs> and so I spent that entire summer so fucking alone. <laughs> like I would go to sleep alone and I would wake up in the middle of the night paranoid that I left my Game Boy on uh, because I could still hear the music. And, like nice. I was having dreams and shit. Like I had nice. like, like the whole no doubles rule on Pokemon competitions because I got like when Yellow came out, I, I ended up with two Mewtwo's on the system and I just started like. Like killing people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people would be like, "I took your Mewtwo down." I was like, "Good, because I have another one." Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like, like, like I was a poke. I was a, 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 a what do you call him? A po- uh, Pokemon uh, trainer? Uh, uh, no, a poke. I, I think you call it. Nerd! Yeah. <laughs> or. I was just a giant nerd, and then and then the, the, the different generations of Pokemon came out, and I was like, no, too much, too much, I can't do it. The new one's 3D, so... The new one's yeah, 3D. Yeah. This is like, it, they yeah. finally caught up, but I mean, it's it's really good. And what it's, about this one with that has like the mega... Oh yeah, there's the mega, like mega evolutions, which is uh, a little bit akin to Digimon or things of the like, <laughs> but it... it it adds a new element of like uh, competitiveness, and then there's the Skylander ones where you go and you buy yeah. the, like, <laughs> there's the like the blind the toy boxes. Ones. There's like toys that you can buy, like these blind boxes of Pokemon that you can buy. And when oh, you open it up, you have a Pokemon, oh. and you put it on like the base of your 3DS, and it tells you like it gives you more powers and mm-hmm. more abilities. They should use that scanner on the 3DS a lot more. I didn't even know it existed until I read a story. I had no idea, that, or, or on my on my Wii U. I had no yeah. idea. That, yeah, I was like, there's no scanner. You know that the Wii U has that sensor. I yeah, had a little no, square. I, NFC reader. I, yeah. I had yeah. no idea that NFC reader like even oh, really <laughs> existed <laughs> until I read about that. Pokemon Wasn't Rayman thing. supposed to have that? Like way I back. I think when? I heard about that, uh, yeah. but I don't I think it does that. anymore. See, yeah. developers, you haven't even maxed out the capabilities no. of the Wii U, and you're already giving up on it. Like the Wii, I think the Wii U has more of a life than most critics are giving it. It's the same thing that happened you know with the I mean? 3DS. It's yeah, right. it just the needs 3DS to was tanked before it got a price drop in games. Games are right. going to sell. You know, software sells hardware. If if the Wii U is still not doing well after December rolls by, then I'll be like, okay, maybe we maybe Nintendo's in a bit of trouble with the Wii U. But <laughs> and I for think you it'll guys, be okay. uh, would you say uh, the new Mario game is the is the one to get for winter, or is it the 3DS uh, Zelda? Uh, it's a matter of preference, I guess. Right. But they There's swapped, so many, yeah. They swapped the release date, didn't they, for... For 3D, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze okay. yeah. and Super Mario 3D World. Okay. They, they swapped the release dates. I think they figured Mario would sell more systems than in the Black Friday right. shopping week right. of Donkey Kong. So World. Mario's coming up earlier. Yeah, it comes yeah. in so what about Sonic Lost World? Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> out, of the ones you've, out of the ones you've listed, Sonic, I'm most excited. Now, for. when I was playing Sonic, you, did you play Sonic at E3? Yeah, of course I did. So when you played it, was there somebody screaming like I was screaming when I played at E3? Or, I mean, at, at PAX. Was, at PAX, when you played Sonic, was there anybody screaming like I was screaming at E3? When I was <laughs> no, but I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Sonic would go bouncing, like, you know, he's always bouncing off springs yeah. to different damn places on the map, I would be like, woo, woo! Yeah. <laughs> 
doing it more to just fuck with people than anything. Yeah. No, I love. I'm so excited. I love Sonic, and, and I, I'm excited about Sonic Lost. Is World. this the one that's going to fix the damn Sonic franchise? Because Sonic, oh, you know, it has. Well, Sonic well it, it hasn't been fixing. good since the Sonic CD. Nah, well, see, I don't last, agree with that. You're a Dreamcast like, Sonic fan. No, no. See, I think Sonic Generations yeah. and Sonic Colors were excellent. Okay. Yeah, those were the really last good. two Sonic games. No, so, do you have an opinion on this? I played it at PAX, and it was it was a lot of fun. He's playing I'm safe. Just, he is playing but safe. But you, I mean, would you say you're, <laughs> he doesn't you're always not, you're not like a like a like an abused housewife with this. No, I mean, look, are I you? hated Sonic 2006. Okay. Shadow the Hedgehog. But the last two or three Sonic games have legitimately been great. Yeah. Like, the Sonic cycle isn't a thing anymore. It really real? isn't. Yeah. It really real. is not a thing. Is it, I mean, I'm just, I just don't know if it's safe to get back in the water. Go back and play Sonic Generation. Yeah. I guarantee. It, I haven't played any of those games because, like, I like. I, I can't go back to him. Yeah, go go, like go and play Generations, I'm telling you. Guys, Sonic was my favorite <laughs> character. Like, in I, college, I wore a Sonic... I mean, I mean in, uh, <laughs> in elementary school, I always wore Sonic right. stuff. And, like, Sonic was my favorite. And, I mean, I just can't, I can't get back. Like, I'm so scared. So you're saying Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations. Yes. And, and you're talking to someone who went through the horrors that were Mega Man X6 and X7, two of the worst games I've ever played. You know what? Played. I can complain about being a Sonic so, fan all I want, but at least I'm not a Mega Man fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, there have been some pretty bad Mega Man games, so I, I'm, no, I'm no stranger to being disappointed by your favorite series. But I'm telling you, Sonic Generations and Sonic Colors. Well, luckily there hasn't been a bad Zelda game, although, you know, I'm not a fan of Skyward Sword. Uh, we've been talking <laughs> no. a lot of Nintendo. We're going to come back and we're going to talk some Xbox One PlayStation 4, we're going to talk maybe some of the additional stuff that's out there for like the iOS or, uh, we don't have to talk about the UO. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking a lot more video games after the break. Hang with us. The phone number is up. We'll be taking your calls after the break. 323-622-8623 so get your phones ready. Uh, this is Geekscape. We'll be right back. Peace. Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's a breeze. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney. Microphones, pet supplies, and doggy bones. World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scruff, System too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, the sports guru and the butt knocker from the Sportscast Wednesdays, 4 to 6 Pacific Standard Time. You got to check us out, man. We do sports like nobody else. Cover NHL, NBA, NCAA, NFL. We cover all sports. We got you got not the fuck out. Bonehead of the week. Check us out on Toad Hop Network, 4 to 6 on Wednesdays. And if you miss it, go back and watch it live. ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. Hey, guys, we need it. We're the nickel and dime show of the network. Check us out. A lot of fun. Does your car smell like you need scent bomb? Does your house smell like get some scent bomb? Does the bathroom smell like get some scent bomb? Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love ScentBomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try ScentBomb. 
Scentbomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays, and the smell will last for days. That's right. You spray it today, and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from, so go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on ToadHopNetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording, you With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. All right, welcome back to some Geekscape. You know during the break the discussion continued here in the studio as we were talking <laughs> some more video games and uh, bringing up some good points like uh, why can't they bring just do a remake of Knights from the Sega Saturn and bring it back for you know modern-day motion controls, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's a great call. Um, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What have you guys been playing recently? Let's talk about. Let, let's step away from packs. So what have you guys been playing like recently? What's your games? I know you've been playing Pokemon. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Is that what you were going to yeah, say? Yes. Yeah, you yes. Freaking nerd. <laughs> uh, I have been playing. Let's see. I've been playing a few things. Uh, I've been playing Mario and Luigi Dream Team right. on my 3DS. I've been playing Hachine Miku Project Diva F on my PS3, as well as The Last of Us on yeah. the PS3. Oh my gosh! Yes. Which is yeah, incredible. Yes. And. Um, what else have I been playing? That's probably the what I've been spending most of my time on right now. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's probably the majority of my time. What about right you, now. Senor Noah? Uh, I've been playing Animal Crossing, but not as intense as many of my friends have been playing Animal Crossing. Like their towns are something that you'd find like in a book. Right. Like it becomes Minecraft after a while. Yeah, yeah I can't insane. do that. I just I just kind of casually play it. Um, also, the Street Pass games, you know, it packs. I played a lot of the Street Pass games at PAX and uh, during PAX. Um, I haven't really playing much else mm-hmm. <laughs> between work and... No, I, lo- I love the new Street Pass games. Um, those are definitely worth picking up. And we've got, like, more conventions coming up. Like, Kamikaze, we'll do Kamikaze. We'll be there if you guys are coming to L.A. It's November 1st through 3rd at the L.A. Convention Center, and Geekscape will be there. And then um, I just got my, my pass for New York Comic Con. Yes. I'll be going to, uh, to, to represent Miami Vice, which I think the comic book comes out sometime around New York Comic Con. Um, uh, and, yeah, so, so I'm writing the Miami Vice comic, and issue one should be coming out, like, there or that soon after the New York Comic Con, which I think is, like, October 18th, 19th, somewhere in there. So uh, I'll definitely be bringing, the, the th- you know, my 3DS to be street passing there. Um, so let's talk about the non-Nintendo systems and, and people who are, you know, at the uh, – what are some of the non-Nintendo stuff that you, uh, you guys saw at PAX? Uh, even though you said we weren't going to talk about it, uh, I did play a Ouya game, and it was awesome. I'm just messing with the Ouya. <laughs> I've never actually played an Ouya. Like neither have I like until what, now. Like the Ouya is the droid-based gaming yeah. platform. Yeah. Like like what what, what it, is that? It's not. It's nothing. Honestly, does it plug into your phone? Does it work through your phone? No, I, no, like, I don't think so. Story here? I think you. I think it's like an Android. It's like an open source Android-based system that plugs into your TV. It's okay. like super cheap. Um, you can. It's basically a dev kit. 
um, built in, so you can make games if that if you so choose. Okay, I met some some kids who had an Ouya game at E3, just like eating lunch, mm-hmm. and they had a really cool Tetris slash. You were inside of like a sand. Um, uh, um, what are those called? Uh, a, a, an hourglass, mm-hmm. and you had to climb up it like almost like. Uh, Tetris style because things are falling. Oh, that's cool. And it, yeah, I mean, it reminded me of uh, of Catherine. Remember those those oh, yeah. those cool. levels in Catherine? Yeah, like it reminded me of that. It, what they were telling me about it, and um, and it seemed like a cool idea, but it was it was Ouya, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I don't know if I'll ever play it. Well, yeah, it seems like a lot of really good Ouya games because the Ouya is not necessarily doing as hot as it could be. Right. Um, are being ported to PC or being. Uh, well, mostly just ported to PC, like right. available through PC. Um, so, I, I'd give it a little bit more time before I made any decisions on whether it was like a cool system or not. But um, what right was now, this game? The, oh, the game that I played was Towerfall, and it's it's like a um, uh, you have like an arena map, and um, it's kind of like a platformer. But basically, what you do is you shoot arrows at each other, and it seems really simple on the on. Uh, on, like if you're judging the book by its cover, but once you start playing it, it gets like super in depth and it's super. It feels almost like a, a 2D version of Super Smash Brothers, but with arrows. Okay. And it, there were people screaming. There was like a tournament. It was awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it, nice. I, I I literally figured out or I found the game through how much screaming was coming from that booth. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you so. guys play that, that, that Blueberry Kingdom or whatever it's called? Cloudberry Kingdom. Kingdom. <laughs> like the, Cloudberry Kingdom is just like a slaughter. Yeah, like, I've yeah, heard about that too. It's such yeah. a slaughter, like more so than like Super Meat Boy and all that stuff. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just like brutal. I don't know. I Yeah, I, I have... Hey, no, you're on, on video, like, like on your phone. He's just like at the know, bottom, a, of, the top of, his head. <laughs> the top of his head. I'm researching like a, a game that I've demoed oh, at yeah. PAX. I just want. Do you know the name of it? Well, I'm, I was looking okay, at keep it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep looking. <laughs> um, as we switch to Ash. Well, like, just we scared, no, keep about, looking. I don't want you to get shy now. Well, we were talking about Library Kingdom, right? And I don't know about about games like that. Like like people call like talk about these, you know, Renaissance of 2D platformers, and I love 2D platformers, but games like that. To me, are a bit of a they're a little different because they have randomly generated levels and they just throw everything they can yes. at you. And it seems to me that game design like that is I don't want to piss anyone off. But I just want to say it's lazy because it's not like mm. you're. It, I mean, it, it literally is a random level generator with like five different levels mm-hmm. of difficulty. And I'm not you know those games like I hope those guys are successful and everything. But to me, it's not quite in the same vein as like. Stuff like Mario or Mega Man, like a well-crafted journey. Or, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I wouldn't. Yeah. It I'm almost not, seems like a test more than just an actual yeah. journey through a game. You know, I wouldn't necessarily agree that it was lazy, but I completely see lazy what you're might saying. have been too strong. Yeah. Well, like, we have the developers can... here in the other room. They want to come in. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, yeah, lazy was mean. But, but uh, there isn't the same uh, because I know a lot of times they're trying to recapture the difficulty of classic games. Right. But uh, random random levels, I don't think, is necessarily doing it. I think it's more along the lines of. Spending tons and tons of time on level design. Not a lot of people do that anymore. So I can, I can. Right. That's kind of what I mean. And like we were talking about Donkey Kong Country Returns, and that one oh, yeah. becomes really hard. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, the recent DuckTales HD that that came oh, out. Man. Like you get to the end of DuckTales and just get ready to like throw your damn controller. Mount Vesuvius is a really you know? hard level. <laughs> so, but it's so fun. I love DuckTales. No, I mean, it's like great game design. I haven't played Castle of Illusion yet. I actually haven't even played DuckTales. I'm I'm running off a of memory. But the last level, if it's if it's a, an accurate remake mm-hmm. of DuckTales is just brutality. Um, and so I think that, that there is hopefully a, a resurgence in an appreciation for that level of difficulty in games because that's what we grew up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there ain't no response. So that, that crap was like life. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. In life, there ain't no response. Well, you know, even in DuckTales, the extreme difficulty of you know the lives you start out with, you can get extra lives. But if you lose all your lives, you go back to the title screen. Not, right. Not the state select, but the title screen. There ain't no response in yeah, life! Exactly. <laughs> you step off the curb wrong. There ain't no response! <laughs> I should make that a Geekscape shirt. Life ain't got response! The streets ain't got response. The streets ain't got... I'll work on it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Kamikaze need new t-shirt design, maybe. The streets ain't got response. Uh, so, Noah, did you find the name of that game? Like, yes, what? I did. It was... Into um, the mic. Into the mic, sir, please. Uh, let's see. It was Major Magnet. What is that? It's It's a platforming game for the iOS and the Android where you kind of just you tap the magnet to attract the character and then you have to keep tapping the magnets as you progress through the, the game side scrolling pretty much but you don't want to lure him into like spikes and like yeah, there's, let yeah, there's, him drown and there's, stuff like that there's uh, hazards and such around around the level but so you have to continue and once you uh, attach it to a magnet uh, it'll start ro uh, rotating around the magnet uh -huh. and collecting gems or items I wasn't really sure uh, and then you just keep going from magnet to magnet and then you just you, you move your character that way. So there's, it's like a reverse cut the rope type of thing? Uh, yeah, there, like, there's no like left or right button or like A, B button. Or, or like those it. exhaust games, you know what I mean? Like like where you, you hit the button to give your ship exhaust and it's just going to be fine. You have I to kind of pilot it, but it's like oh. a reverse one. Yeah, I believe so. It, it's just, it's interesting. I, I played it for about 10 minutes and I mean, it was cool, but I'm not much of an iOS gamer. I right. don't really play those games so but it was it was an experience and it sound it does sound like a different dynamic to those kind of games uh, what was the one that um there was one that i'm that i'm that i i downloaded um to my ipad and it was one of those you hold it down in order to get exhaust or to get the thing Jetpack rolling joyride no it was the dark world one oh, it was like this dark like weird it had some amazing art to it and i can't remember it um but it was uh, a couple weeks ago they were giving away a bunch of free ios games mm -hmm. if you remember it call up or whatever um, and you, know, uh, you should download on your. And it was iPhone. pretty awesome. Would you? You should download Bravo Man Binge Bash. I mean, I mean, no offense to like the people at Namco Bandai. Like, no, it no. may be a different regime, but is it as crappy as the like the original <laughs> Bravo Man game was? Uh, it, it is better than the original Bravo Man. Game, then I'm sold. But it, but it is an automatic runner. It's like it's like a, it's okay. a 2D platform, but it's an automatic. Like BitTrip. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's 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 fun. We just released it like last week. Oh. Yeah. It's, why don't it's you like make an announcement with game. these things? Why don't well, you, why I don't you I just Geekscape did. is your resource. <laughs> <laughs> Geekscape is your resource as a friend. Uh, use it, please. Um, yeah, I mean, Garrett, you should use it to try and find a girlfriend or something. I, I will. Uh, if you're out there, um, I don't live very far from this building, if you guys know where this building is. <laughs> please, by all means, meet me. Somewhere. She was actually out there, but she just threw herself out the window. Oh, no. Kind of, it's, it's oh, if I was a girl, I'd be going after you just because of that hair. I love that hair. I'd be like, oh, I, thank I, you. I'd be like, what's your secret? <laughs> the <laughs> wind. What, what's your secret to your feminine figure? <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you are a very uh, lith man. Hey, you know what? I do what I can. I do what I can. <laughs> Not like Noah. Noah. Noah's buff over here. Like what? I saw some pictures of you on Facebook what? playing basketball uh, and shit. We got, uh, <laughs> we got a ball up, dog. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You can't see it in the studio, but uh, Garrett and I are actually wearing uh, very poetic shirts. I have a I have a Mega Man shirt that's like it's got a schematic of Mega Man. You right. can see his insides, and he has the new Mighty Number no. Nine shirt of Beck, and you can see his schematics. And yes, th I that do. Mighty Number no. Nine is like that new the Kickstarter. Yeah, and, the Kiji Inafune you, game. You met Inafune. I did met. Uh, I did was meet that Inafune for the first time? time? Um, no, I've actually met him a couple times before in uh, like in 
interviews and, and uh-huh. I, I, my first ever Nintendo press conference for E3 when I was like a young game journalist. Oh, that's I, cool. I sat right behind him. That's and really my cool. Mind was blown. I showed him my my X keychain. Little did I know that he's not a big fan of X. He likes Zero, but he was still <laughs> very cool. About it. But um, but no, then but I never was. Uh, I never got to meet him in a context where I could actually ask him for an autograph and and you know talk to him and. Through a translator, of course, and uh, so I actually got to meet him, shake his hand, talk a bit, and he signed my uh, Famicom cartridge of Rockman Five, which That's was amazing. So cool. That's crazy. Yeah. Was, Were you like shaking? Uh, I wasn't shaking. I was actually I kept it cool. But what was also cool is that I um, were um, eight four the uh, the translation localization company is working uh, with him on Mighty Number no. Nine, and it's made up of like old EGM alumni like Mark McDonald and. Uh, John Riccitiello and I got to meet those guys so too. They used to love electronic gaming. Me too. I mean, I, I, the co- I was like, yeah. yeah. Like, well, I wasn't were... like Fabio on one of the covers or one of the original covers. <laughs> the original, it was yeah. like, whoa! Like, <laughs> I remember having ones. that up in my locker. Yeah. And like I would kiss it. Well, um, <laughs> guys, uh, oh. so what about someone like the Sony or Xbox? Uh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's my bathroom break, actually. <laughs> so what do you guys think about uh, some of these platforms? Obviously, obviously, we have GTA Five coming up, and that is the game we talked about it a lot last week. That is the game everybody's talking about. And I keep reading, like, um, you know, IGN got a chance to run around in GTA Five online, and they put up like their top ten things that like crazy things right. that they were able to experience, mm-hmm. and they have like in-game. Uh, um, currency that you, if you get killed, obviously somebody can pick the, like the pockets, you know, and take all the money that you've earned yeah. in that mission. But they're like ATMs and like things that you can, or your iFruit phone, where you can access like the money that you can deposit. So it almost seems like the game is going to be a mixture of doing like missions and successfully either completing missions or killing people and taking their money in order to uh, gain cash and then immediately trying to find the closest ATM in order to deposit <laughs> yeah. it. That's great. Because there are things in the game that would be very frustrating, like losing all your money if yeah. you weren't able to, to save it. Also, you can get insurance on your cars. Because let's say you like inv- take all that money and you and you weapon up like some awesome car and yeah. you soup up your car with weapons or you soup it up with like amazing like armor or you know a roll cage or something and then <laughs> and, and then somebody steals it. So you can actually insure your cars so that next time you boot up, your car is back in your garage wow. and somebody doesn't take it. Um, I think what, the way I'm going to play, I'm going to play conservatively. I'm going to sit by the ATMs and just kill motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because they, because I'm going to sit yeah. by the ATMs and just kill them, take their money, and I'm right there to deposit it. That's the way to do it. Just get a sniper rifle and just – yeah. But then you have come to come at them with a bat. But you have to run over to their bodies to to pickpocket them. Right. So you, well, you just you wait until they're depositing it. Like, yeah. they're putting it wait, what if, with a bat. Don't a... mind if I do put in my pin code. Uh, hold on, we're getting a phone call. Uh, let's take it. Um, caller, you are on the air. What's up? We're talking video games. Oh, hi. I wanted to find out um, what everyone's experiences uh, or what their favorite experience at PAX, I guess. Now, you know, would you say that your meeting of Inafune was your, your big... Uh, highlight of packs? Well, definitely, but I don't know if that counts since that's not something that everyone had. Okay. Um, but but definitely, I mean, okay. that would be it. Okay. How about you, Noah? What was the question? What, you really what, was, your hi- what was your highlight? <laughs> He's, wow. over He's like checking in the ex-girlfriend's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing over there? Wow, that was... <laughs> what you doing over oh, there? Oh, wow. Uh, he's, he's playing with his ice stock. <laughs> what you got? So what do you think? What was the question? What was your highlight from packs? Oh, uh... Just, just the, ex- the experience. I mean, it's a very cliche response, but just the experience, just being out there and, and seeing everything that it was to see. The atmosphere. The atmosphere was. Right. It was really nice. It was a, a nice to just get away from LA for a few days and just being around all a bunch of gamers. And I was uh, playing my 3DS a lot and just interacting with people from around the world, also playing the 3DS. Was That'd be cool. Just speaking to them about where they're from and where they've come, you know, why they've come here to play 
why they come to PAX and you know giving them tips and getting information and feedback from one another was was really nice. Now, uh, Garrett, how about yourself? Uh, there was a fan gamer party on one of the days or one of the nights, and uh, there was it was you just, met a girl. No, <laughs> no <laughs> girls. <laughs> What's the point of the story? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Kiji Inafune was there as well, and I got to meet him as well. And yeah, don't uh, take away. Ashes. Are you, are I'm you sorry. Style, man. Style, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> See now, 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 Ash, you actually got him to sign something. Uh, yeah. Garrett had sex with him. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, it's no big deal. No, I didn't get anything signed. So leg uh, up on you, literally. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, uh, and there was uh, a bunch of uh, peep artists I know had their art displayed, and it was a That's big cool. party, and they had uh, music, and it was, all the people there were just very, very cool and nice to talk to, and I made a lot of friends, so it was cool. And, and, and Gary, you're an artist, too. Did you have any art on display? I know that you were recently uh, uh, in a couple different galleries for your, your Pokemon art. You won't mention that psychotic <laughs> thing again. But you also did some, like, Legend of Korra art as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so, you know, do you have any, where can we go to find your artwork? Uh, I have a art Tumblr. It's thk 0 taco at tumblr.com. T-H-A-K-0. T-A-H-K-0. T-A-H-K-0. Yeah. And that's also your 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 Twitter? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, so uh, are these like the most wuss answers, caller? Uh, <laughs> I think mine was okay. Yours personally. was good. Yours was good. But again, he had sex with them. Uh, <laughs> True. Uh, well, I, I had one more question. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know if anyone played any good indie games that we should be looking out for. Yeah. What well, about indie games? Uh Transistor. Transistor is really yeah. cool. I don't, I'm not sure if that's a in, really indie, that indie anymore. What I mean, platform very, is it? Uh, P, uh, PC and PS4. Okay. Um, and it's by the guy, it's Supergiant, the guys who made um, Bastion. And it's their, it's their second game. And uh, it's... It's really like beautiful is like the perfect word to, to describe what's the, it. Like what's beautiful about it? What, what's the actual uh, game? The art style is super great, and then the game itself is kind of um, it's like a real time RTS. Uh, like okay. well, RTS is is a poor word uh, to to describe it. Uh, like what happens is when uh, it's kind of it's kind of. Uh, it's What's very Diablo. -esque, anybody have any adjectives you can throw this guy? Yeah, it's, it's Diablo esque, right? It's kind sort of, of top down. Like what happens is it's like uh, it's it's not necessarily top down. It's uh, isometric. Isometric. And, that's what um, I mean, when yeah. you see enemies and stuff like that, time freezes. Oh. And you plan out your moves, and then when you like let time go, you do all the moves. So it's kind of like a strategy game, but right. it's also almost real time. And it has a little element of like rock paper scissors to it because your yeah. moves might not necessarily even work. Yeah, because the the right. enemies will will. You're planning out your moves, but you don't necessarily know what your enemies are going right. to do. Um, and sometimes, so sometimes you miss. So sometimes you have to use some of your limited moves to get out of the way. Right. Or, and it, it's really great. The music, the art style, everything. We, we've got another caller. Let's hop to that one. Uh, caller, you are on the air. We are talking video games here on Geekscape. What's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's me, Carlos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's Carlos. <laughs> All right, next caller. <laughs> 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 you guys go to PAX. Every so year, I, Ash, I know you go there often. Well, what can you recommend to anybody who's never gone to PAX to gear up for? Yeah, like I want to go to PAX next year. What would you recommend, like, uh, for a first-time PAX? I would recommend the handheld lounge. The handheld lounge is really cool. It's basically it's it's just a bunch of bean bags in this one section, uh -huh. and people literally donate 3DS, Vita games, whatever. What? They they, they, they just donate let the, their games. them just sit there. Well, and they're in these little boxes, and you have to give your ID as collateral to you know go check out right. these games, and then you can just go plop down in a bean bag and play games. Now, like how can you tell the bean bags from the actual attendees? <laughs> that's that's oh. 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 no comment on that one. Jerk. Hey. 
I was there. They can't all be ballers like Noah Roman. Though I will say, yeah, that right? the, I will say that the beanbags tend to be a little, a little sweaty and a little. Yeah. Like, you oh. feel a little dirty after you. <laughs> Carlos, he just described. It. He's like, oh, here, let me recommend the part that's like hell. But <laughs> it's, it's cool though because you, you right. have often have impromptu like Mario Kart Seven tournaments. Oh, that's cool. Just bring your own, bring your own beanbag or inflatable chair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would recommend recommend the handheld lounge definitely. Right. Like the yeah. thing with E3 was that like literally after all the games were played and I walked around and seen everything. The video game history museum aspect of it was yeah, really that the was part cool, that yeah. I loved the mm-hmm. most because it just was such a journey back through time, and you see things that you forgot about, yeah. and you also learn things like like uh, like I'd forgotten that there was a Star Fox Two in development that was very close to completion right. before they just switched gears. It's what uh, Star Fox it. Command became. It's what Star Fox Command became. Yeah. It, 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 I, it, I just thought that that part of E3 was really great and wasn't going to come out in the next six months, like most of E3. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So I thought that was really valuable. What would you say uh, to a first-time PAX goer? Uh, bring hand sanitizer. Um, <laughs> and also uh, bring some sort of like vitamin C supplement or uh, what is it called? Uh, emergency. Uh, emergency. I always take those at Comic-Con, yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely take those because there's a lot of people and maybe not everyone has the best hygiene <laughs> I did not know that. I, yeah. I went unprepared. Well, you've got the constitution of a horse. <laughs> so you show up and you're like, I don't give a damn. What don't kill me, make me stronger. Right, exactly. Um, Would you say that the hygiene is worse than San Diego Comic Con? Uh, I don't see how it can be. The thing is, well, the thing is, honestly, <laughs> they've, got, they've got they've got like bronies, and they also have oh, and they also no. have Twilight fans. I don't. I just don't see how it can be. But is it? I have not. Been. I. It, it's like I feel like. Um, I know people who got sick worse at right. PAX, but I know more people that got sick at right. Comic Con. Okay. I actually got really sense. sick at New York Comic Con last year. I would say that's oh. that's the real. I so think we're turning off ready. everybody from going to cons now. So we, we got one more caller. Let's uh, let's take this one. Whoa! It's the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> caller, you're on the air. Is that, what is that? The Joker in the background? What is that? I know. Well, my girlfriend just said I'm getting very demanding in my working age. Hold on, guys. It's girls. <laughs> 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 Play it cool. I'm not prepared. Uh, so what's up? Wait, you want to talk some video games, lady? What? <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk some video games? <laughs> you want to talk about some video games? Yes. Do no, you have a question? <laughs> <laughs> We want, we want to give you the latest and greatest. So it's no longer politically correct to say lesbian. Who said that? Now a lesbian, a vegetarian. They're vegetarian. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do like that term, but yeah, That was very vegetarian, awkward. But that was really weird. Right. Yeah. Uh, so um, anyway, getting back to it. <laughs> Xbox four, One. Is anybody going to pick up the system? No. Uh, not not yet. Right. Um, I always feel like uh, the systems always take a while to get going. And get the and, bugs out. Yeah, and I'm going to wait for that to happen. Right. That's it. Yeah, that's not going to. And did you guys see any games for like the, you know, because obviously like the PS4, I think, is the popular system on launch. Like yeah, I think the PS4 like is the me. one that's won everybody over. Uh, so PS4 I don't think is going to have trouble too much selling some systems. Um Xbox One, were there any games that you were like, okay, now I'm going to start considering that system? Was there anything that kind of turned the tide in your in your eyes at PAX? No. Anything, nothing, nothing, no, I can't uh, say the same for the PS4. Vegetarian either. or lesbianic? Titanfall. <laughs> Titanfall was pretty Titanfall cool. looked awesome? Yeah. Oh, I played it, and it was it was awesome. Like, I, I felt... I was on the fence, um, but when uh, I played it, it, it was very, very fun. Noah, anything for you? I mean, are you going to get... Are you looking forward to a PS4 or an Xbox One at all? 
No. <laughs> this I like guy bleeds like, Nintendo what? Red. Yeah, this guy bleeds <laughs> Nintendo Red. Like, 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 I don't know what the what the deal is with. Uh, I don't know what the sweat is with uh, Nintendo and people being like, "Oh, Nintendo's gonna fail." As long as they got Noah around, yeah, so, I, I, you know, I will. Just I will fund, I'll never go the way of the Dreamcast. He's like, "Oh, 3DS? I'll buy the 2DS." <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like Reggie's like, "I just took a dump. I put it in this plastic bag." He's like, <laughs> hey now, how much hey. now? <laughs> I put my sperm in a jar. You want to have my kid? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll freeze it. Um, no, I, 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 I think that. I'm I'm on the PS4 camp, but I still think that the PS3 has such a long life to it. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say every single thing I want to play within the next year and a half, pretty much, is either on the PS3, or the Wii U, or the 3DS. Right. I don't need a PS4 until Kingdom Hearts 3 comes. out. I, I feel kind mm-hmm. of the same way, honestly. Like it, yeah. none of the. I'm more excited about like post-launch window games than any of the games coming out right away. Right. Because most of the games I want that are coming out soon are on different platforms as well, and I have those platforms, and I don't need yeah. to shell out, you know, three hundred, four hundred dollars to get a new system. Does the lack of backward compatibility with the PS4 hurt it? Probably not in the eyes of, of the majority, but it right. does for me. Because I, I already have I mean, my do you PS3 have... and my PS2 hooked up. I don't want. Oh, now... you have, oh, you have them both hooked up together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, and I don't want to have my PS4 and my PS3 and my PS2. Right. Up. That kind of sucks. And do you still play the PS2? I do. Yeah, I always, I always feel like yeah. like like backwards compatibility for somebody like me is important because I like to just have one system per generation. Uh, per generation For out each, there, yeah. and you know if I think what Nintendo did was smart because the Wii U came out still in the healthy life of the Wii, but they said, hey, if you want to re-download games, et cetera, you can down- re-download them in HD for 50 cents, you know, and then you can play them on the Wii U. I thought that was really smart because I kind yeah. of, I jumped on that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, re- I now I can play them on the, the actual gamepad. I, I would love for maybe PS4 or Xbox One to take that same thing to be like, hey, if you have a downloadable title, you can re-download it with the, all the advantages of playing it on this new system, for a discounted price, and maybe you can still even use your saves, which mm-hmm. would be incredible. Well, that'd be really cool. That'd be nice. You yeah. know, because I think we, we're now going to a world, and you know, obviously with the new PokeBank that's been announced with the Pokemon <laughs> Online, you go into a world where all our save games should kind of be cloud-based anyway, and you should just kind of have this natural evolution from console to console, where we have cloud saves like uh, what kind of you know gamer information. It may get a little bit brother, but gamer information, save games. Things like that, so that you can actually start having more of a fluid. There, there'd be no more generations, I think, is what I'm talking about. You're just having console upgrades or new consoles that come out, and the gaming doesn't have a break. To be fair, that. you're asking a lot of a company that still can't unify their accounts between Wii U and 3DS. Yeah, yeah. There will always be progress, and that progress will always come yeah. at a cost. <laughs> and we will always be talking about that progress and cost here on Geekscape. Uh, we're here every week from 6 to 7 on the Toad Hop Network. You can uh, follow my good buddy Garrett over here on Twitter at... T-A-H-K-0, Taco? Yeah. Uh, Noah Roman is Noah Roman on Twitter? Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> handle is DoveSender, Dove underscore Sender. And then we got Ash Paulson. And my, my Twitter handle is just my name, A-S-H-P-A-U-L-S-E-N. I'm Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. You can check out Geekscape.net. Befriend us on Facebook. We're giving away five copies of Ultimate Wolverine versus Hulk right now. If you uh, befriend us on Facebook and share the picture of Ultimate Hulk versus Wolverine from our good buddies at Shout Factory, uh, that's the contest we got going on right now through the weekend. So get yourself a free DVD. And uh, Kenny is Crippled Kenny on Twitter. I'm at Jonathan Lennon on Twitter. And um, check us out next week. We love you guys. We'll be talking about movies, comics, and more next week on Geekscape. Peace.
You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.